Welcome back to the Lumbertron Podcast. You might have thought I was done for the year, but never fear. There are always more stories to hear. Today's story is that of my wonderful friend and shining star Celeste, who joined me on a winter's day at the Fremont Coffee House for a chat about life, the universe, and everything. And then we got chocolate. Celeste is a naturopathic medicine practitioner, massage talk therapist, music lover, giver, dancer, and student of all things spiritual. Together, we co-created a powerful little walk through 2019 and gazed into 2020 and beyond. Come take a listen. Yeah, you're on the Lumbertron Podcast. <laughs> Welcome, Celeste. Thank you. It's a pleasure to have you here in the oh, wonderful yes. Fremont Coffee Shop. Mm, this is an old historical place here. It feels old and historical. Yeah. That bathroom reminds me of... <laughs> It reminds me of, of a place I used to go to in college, yeah. above a bar on uh, Aloha, yeah. Laredos, mm. and it was just this right. nice wood paneling, and they just turned this one into a coffee shop. Get it done. Yeah. Yeah. This is a sweet spot. All right. Cool. I often come here to play cards if I need to. And they also serve beer. And beer as well as coffee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and snacks. And snacks. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So... We'll just start off with the biggest question. Okay. Hey, Celeste. Who, who are you? <laughs> who are you? <laughs> That's always such a trippy question. I mean, I, I often know. ask myself that question. Um, who are you today? Who am I today? That's yeah. actually a really great question. Um, today, I am a, a tender cookie, I feel. Um, tender is an interesting word for me. I um, often um, consider tender as part of like my repertoire it's like a strong word for me in some way you know it's like when I feel tender then I know that I'm taking things is in that, is it vulnerable or is that a place of like yielding yeah both yeah, both, both. Mm-hmm. like everything under tender would be like if you did a mind map of, of what tender was it would mm-hmm. be like yielding vulnerable curious a little cautious mm-hmm. yeah um like everything, I'm being receptive, you know, to everything around it's me. It's like on the spectrum, it's like tender, timid is like below it. Definitely. It's like not quite, yeah. Yeah. So I still am participating. I'm just participating, you know, I'm stepping in with, you know, a, like a receptor of impact. You know, things are going to impact me today. Uh-huh. So that's who I am today. I'm feeling very tender. I'm taking note of... The full year, kind of like what we were talking about mm. since we we're approaching the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, taking note of the full year, I've turned 40 this year. Big, big 40. <laughs> yeah. Which are rites of passages, you know, and, yeah. and during my 40th um, birthday, I had uh, some musicians and just made just just made it as, as special as I could. Yeah. And in my little speech, which it's always so sweet to make little birthday speeches, um, yeah, but in my speech I mentioned um, beauty, that, that what I'm trying to invoke this year um, is beauty. Mm. And so with beauty comes a lot of kind of ancient archetypal stuff around beauty. So it's like when something's beautiful, you if you just imagine it like a flower, you know, would you just observe it and nourish it and water it? Or are you going to pluck it and take it home and, mm. you know, put it in a container? So there's a lot that goes into when you sort of set a... A little bit of an archetype of like, I'm going to live a life of beauty today yeah. or this year, you know. So it's been an interesting year since I invoked all of that. 
-hmm. so much has sort of unfolded. <laughs> so how are you? How are you celebrating this this year? Do you do you normally do like some sort of yearly review? Do you just kind I, of like take some time? And... Yeah. Um, I mean, it used to be back in the day before I had my own business that mm -hmm. I would um, take some time to reflect. But this year is more about. Um, you know, taxes and putting together kind of future mm -hmm. estimations around um, payroll, and it's a it's a really strong time frame. You know, to consider. logistics and real world implications. Yeah, and, yeah. It's a lot of adulting now. How long have you had this business? Um, uh, my private practice has been four and a half years, but the full practice has been twelve. Whoa! Whoa. What do you practice? <laughs> I practice naturopathic medicine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I've been in school 11 years post high school and went, moved to Seattle for Bastyr University. And that was a five year program. Okay. So I've been graduated and practicing medicine pretty quickly thereafter. I, I'm one of those constitutional types where I just like work, you know, I work. That's what you do. <laughs> That's what I do. I work, you know, and and so my philosophy is your job should match who you are very naturally. Mm -hmm. So then you just kind of get paid for being you. Yeah. <laughs> That's sort of how I roll. And did you find that that medicine was like were you called to that? A hundred percent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My um, so I'm Mexican. I come from Texas, and my grandmother, my great grandmother, Carmen. <clears throat> she came from Mexico and she was a midwife, mm -hmm. doctor, so I pretty much grew up um, observing her with her patients, so that was sort of in the back of my mind, and then working at Whole Foods, you know, in the mm -hmm. herbal department and, you know, considering things like vitamin E, helping with, you know, breast tenderness or fibrotic breast or something, um, just finding, like, it made sense to just sort of, you know... You were called to that, like... Totally, like food. That knowledge, and, that healing. Yeah, yeah, food, herbs, you know, connection. So then when I found Bastier, it just like made total sense. That's super cool. Yeah. So what kind of what kind of things do you <clears throat> do at your practice? Is that natural path? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Is there so you specialize in? Is it different every day? It's different every single day. I basically, I'm like a mycelia mushroom. <laughs> every day I will approach... Um, the environment, the patients, their bodies, and just be open and ready for whatever. Mm. Um, I get to spend an hour with my patients, which is just absolutely amazing, connecting with people. Um, yeah, it could be anything from primary health care, you know, they have a cold, or it's mm -hmm. time to follow up on a diet, you know, modification that we've made, or maybe they need a little counseling. I also do a lot of body work and chiropractic adjustments, so maybe it's their they're in for a neck adjustment or mm -hmm. a hip adjustment. And then at the same time, we check in with how's their sleep or how's their diet or how's their mind. Yeah, just getting into to fully start health. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, and I often see children also. So children, women, men, pretty much anything. Everyone. Everyone. Wow. Mm -hmm. Like a... I wanted to say jack of all trades or a Swiss Army knife, but those are both wrong. That sounds <laughs> knives are sharp and you're the you're the Jill of all trades. Um, they often say it's the um, one stop shop. The doc. one stop shop. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get your neck adjusted and also do some therapy. <laughs> Did yeah. you so had 
when you went to school, was did you did you have a goal of what you're gonna like? I'm going to be a naturopath. Yeah, I mean, well, the original goal when I was, let's say, 14 years old was to be an anesthesiologist. That was my goal. Nice and specific. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was something magic. You know, I was in the vampires, right? And I somehow, like, romanticized that, um, that an anesthesiologist would have somebody between life and death and would have to know oh, all so of their... Oh, that's so romantic. I know. That's, that's definitely true. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and so you would have to know their physiology and exactly how much medication to give them, and that way they would wake up on time. Mm -hmm. and so I, was, I found myself pretty romanticized by being an anesthesiologist, plus, you know, the fat paycheck that they would sort of guarantee that you would get. Uh -huh. So that was my plan at age 14. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. But then I. I uh, I discovered that there's something like integrative, you know, there's sort of a little bit more kind of the, the balance or the middle. Mm -hmm. I find myself attracted to that in general, in life, you know, integrating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that balance. I strive, I strive for that balance. I'm very black and white thinking and I try to notice the, the rainbow in between. Always. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. When it when I think of it as the gray in between, it feels like a compromise. No. It feels murky. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It takes the magic out of it. No. The sparkle yeah. in between all uh -huh. the parts. Yeah. So the sparkle in between all the parts, you you went to Bastyr and how did this how did it go from Bastyr to naturopath? Yeah. Did you pick up all these skills like chiropractic, counseling? Mm -hmm. Did you pick that up there? Have yeah. you got them along the way? No, all of that was pretty much taught at Bastyr. Um, I also had kind of a natural affinity for mm. hand, you know, body work or massage work. So I've always loved the the anatomy of um, just the anatomy mm -hmm. of anything, zoology, like all my undergrad was you know, into science. I was into science, so I have a BS, and then I have a, a minor in art. So mm. every for every science class, I took an art class, and so everything I would learn in science, I would pretty much draw or paint um, and get really wacky with that. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, so last year, once I was there and learned all of, like, herbs and chiropractic, counseling, all the ologies and all the... All of the ologies. All yeah. of the ologies. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> um, it's fairly easy to sort of implement in some way, you know. Uh, the process, cool. yeah, the process during school, though, I thought I was just going to be a doctor, but I end up having to do a lot of my own healing work, and mm. that's where I understood that the magic of naturopathic medicine is, um, yeah, it's, it's a privilege to hold that kind of space for patients and for myself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because it's like... You know, when you boil up a big pot of soup, you know, you're just going to have a bowl. You can't drink the whole thing, you know. And uh -huh. so all the parts have to have, they all have to show up. So then this cup of soup is just like perfect, you know. The one spoonful of soup is perfect, you know. So it's like, it's been, it was an interesting process to go through, like, whittling down some of my old stuff and making room for new things and, um... That was a lot of, it was an information overload for sure. Mm. Once I kind of got through that part, then I um, 
found a colleague who wanted to open a business together. And ah, so, so it was a joint, joint venture from then forward? Yeah, it was really sweet to join that with her. She was incredible and taught me so much, way um, older than me, maybe about 20 years older than me. So she just had a very different outlook and really schooled me. I thought school was over, but uh-huh. I learned so much more. Um, we didn't end up going into practice with each other. We're amazing friends still, and she's a great mentor for me. But then I joined a clinic that I was needed at. The doctor didn't want to do women's health, and I love women's health stuff, so I ended up just sort of fitting in where I fit in, you know? So that was really fun, and that was six and a half years with that group. Mm-hmm. Finally, it was time to open up my own private practice, and. It's so sweet. It's it's been an so, adventure. So you see, finally, like, were you yearning to what, 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 what changed? What shifted? Yeah. When did that happen? I, you know, there's like that individuation process that starts to happen when you're in a community. Mm-hmm. You know, you start to realize that you see it differently or practice a little differently, and patients like that. I wasn't, you know being weird or weirder than normal (laughs) (laughs) just my heart you know I was my style of practice was differentiating compared to the group around me Mm. and so it just worked that way it just seemed really perfect and it's kind of naturally branched off it naturally branched off I know yeah which is really sweet you know when when things unfold like that yeah yeah it's really good and so that's where you are today. It's just that's just doing your own thing. And yep, I just folks. I just saw a couple of patients this morning and sent off a couple of faxes and made a couple of orders for things. Washed my hands and closed up my clinic and came here. Hmm. So it's it's a it's a very there's freedom I hear in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I need that, you know. As a naturopath, you know, everything is inspiring and fuel for me. Mm -hmm. So therefore, I can be fuel for patients. So I need that flexibility. Yeah. I mean, I give myself a a major structure also. I'm a very structured person, and I'm also very fluid. So I try to find the sparkle in even in my own personalities and my practices. Oh, that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Finding that sparkle. Always. What other things outside of your practice? Where where are some other sparkles for you? Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> well, I did meet you at dance. dance so dance, dance, dance. Yeah, I figured out it's been a year. So uh-huh. November the November the ninth last year. Got a was, date and everything. Yeah, it was a big it was a big moment where I realized that. The insides were not matching my outsides. My mind's mm. flexibility and my mind's um, complexity and capability to go there mm-hmm. did not match my body. You know, my knees or my hips or even my own adventurous spirit around letting go into someone else's arms mm-hmm. <clears throat> were not practiced. So when I started going to dance class and seeing that that's actually something I could practice every day or couple times a week I definitely jumped on that so I go to dance three times a week pretty much Hmm. um, 
walk around Green Lake or whatever I need to do. So exercise is a big component for me. Mm-hmm. I always schedule a random day. So Wednesdays are Ooh. my random days. Random day. Mm-hmm. Okay. What was the last random? I'd, I'd like to say, what does a random day look like? But <laughs> an example of a previous random day. <laughs> Well, tomorrow's Wednesday, so I'll have my random day tomorrow. Looking forward to seeing what happens. Um, a random day could be um, getting up, maybe walking, maybe around Green Lake or around the neighborhood. Jump, like maybe jumping on the bus and going downtown for experience. Um, Pike Market is always a great place to start a random day because. There's so many elements and aspects that you can jump on. So mm-hmm. random day would be whatever feels like has that sparkle and is nourishing me. Uh, I love going to the Seattle Art Museum. I'm a member there. So would would uh, random is one way to put you say uh, flow is a big part of that day of just kind of like going with the feeling and being absolutely like, yeah absolutely. I might take the bus all the way to. A, a, you know, the ocean or <laughs> someone's home or drive somewhere. Um, you just don't know what's going to happen. I day. just don't know. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, I don't know who I'm going to talk to. I don't have, I don't make any appointments on Wednesday. I just keep it in the flow entirely. I have to have a day like that. What, what happens is I get a complete image or a mirrored image of where I am and who am I. And... Um, you know how much I've been doing a good job or what I need to work on and I know I use the world like that when you have a flow day or a random day you can kind of just assess where you're at by Mm. who you meet or what kind of magic you get into you know what are your capabilities yeah using really using your day as a sounding board for your your life's experience a hundred percent and for my soul you know I get the, f- the complete reflection, who I meet, who I talk to. You know, you just don't go and talk to anybody. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like the, the people that end up saying hello are perfect. Yeah. You know? The people that you connect with or the places that I end up being, they're just perfect. And they're just so nourishing to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, you can also call it a nourishing day. A it's, nourishing day. It's a nourishing day. A nourishing day of flow. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I really relate to having those experiences are, are few and far between with routine in my life. Mm-hmm. If I come to, you know, like having the same job hours every day, then there's there's less opportunity for that. But when I say like, okay, I'm gonna take the bus to Seattle today, mm-hmm. that's what's gonna happen. That's oh, doing handstands in the park. Didn't expect that. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. the truth. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah, Seattle Center is another really cool spot. Um, but just, you know, we live in Seattle. We live in Seattle. It's incredible here. You know, um, the aquarium is another one that I really enjoy to go to. And that area has just been really developed. And so people are sitting around mm-hmm. and enjoying the view. And so when you know that they're enjoying the view, you can just sort of like relax into it. Mm-hmm. Has Have you always been this open and adventurous? Have you always been... Yes. This, this person going around on random days and just enjoying the yes. scenery. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Pretty much since I could remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just a natural expression to be out there and 
invite the beautiful energy into your life. I have to. Yeah. I have to. I have a big capacity for love, and um, how better to fill it than the kind of nourishing elements of the unknown, you know? Mm. Yeah. When you ask people to do that for you, it's pretty weird. (laughs) 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 It's way too much. People are only one one facet, only one thing that can go into the giant bowl. Yeah. 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 I see. Experience. Experiencing is very enriching for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That nourishes me. Mm, That's sweet to remember. Yeah. Experience. Yeah. Just today I was considering, um, you know, there's a relationship that I'm working on right now, a specific relationship, and it's so interesting when you experience one relationship pulling you in versus the capacity of everyone it's like you know it's like if you connect to just one a lot of energy goes into just one but if there's like if you just look at the bigger picture you know then there's like experience or the collective Mm -hmm. you know it's just like they're just two they're two options literally and so today i was sort of experiencing putting a lot of energy into one person Mm -hmm. and just feeling like oh i feel like that pulls on them you know that feels a little disrespectful in some way to them Mm, Um, interesting you know because it's a lot to pull in on one person you know instead it's better to kind of do the collective i don't know Hold, hold some back for yourself and, and the rest of the world. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I see that as an expression of boundaries. It's like holding your own boundaries as mm-hmm. opposed to just being completely open. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. You can imagine that's my, that's a part of me that I've had to work on for a long time. Mm. So you're no, no stranger to doing your own emotional, <laughs> emotional work and figuring yourself out. No. Yeah. <laughs> 40 years, man. <laughs> this is it. That's right. <laughs> Perfect every day. <laughs> Always work to do. <laughs> Always. Never done. <laughs> what about my story so far kind of turns you on or gives you a little bit of inspiration? I, I'm very inspired by the idea of a, of a flow day, a random day, if you will, just taking a day of novelty and nourishment. Mm-hmm. Even if it's because I find myself not get it's I'm not always so open in one with the world that energy you talk about giving energy to one person it's almost always to myself or my partner Caitlin it's it's very very focused and so having more places to put my energy is it's enlightening and broaden my horizons going out there you say we live in Seattle, and it's just like, oh, there's so much out there, it's unexplored, and it's it's either scary or it's an exciting possibility for adventure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a really like mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like right over there. Right over there. There's a chocolate factory. There's a chocolate factory. I didn't even know it was gonna be at a chocolate factory. We today. should totally go eat some chocolate. We're gonna go eat some chocolate later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm constantly looking for the jewels of Seattle. You know, I've lived here for 16 years and I'm still exploring new aspects of this city. And it's like this timing in, in some way. You know, just this year alone, I got exposed to four different communities that have been just hugely, you know, um, 
kind of part of the development of the city and uh, and like where the artists really mm-hmm. go and live and where they're nourished. And I've been here for 16 years and I finally explored these places. And when I walked into each one of them, they were the various communities were like, how is this your first time here? Like you <laughs> so belong. And I'm like, I do. It was like turning, turning the page in yeah, some way. It's a continuation of the story. It's a continuation of the Seattle story. I'm grateful to the city, you know, yeah. That's super cool. Mm-hmm. So, we're going into this new year. This, the year the year of beauty is, <clears throat> I don't want to say ending because the beauty is always there. Oh my God. Well, <laughs> my birthday is July 10th, so I have a full year till July 10th, 2020, to practice this archetype of beauty coming through so my new year just started a couple months ago <laughs> uh-huh. i get it you're going birthday to birthday yeah i go birthday to birthday i also go to new year to new year but yeah that, um, with your personal personal goals so what does that what does that look like that beauty yeah when you find that manifesting the word is nourishment yeah. when you find something that's beautiful when you are beautiful and you want to approach things that are beautiful you can't just pluck it you can't just push it or pull on it you have to nourish it there's a responsibility to the beauty that you bring to the world so I'm being more responsible to myself and nourishing myself way more Um, just valuing all those beautiful aspects you know we all know beauty is beauty is in everything beauty is in the ugly beauty is in the hard beauty is in the easy beauty is in the dark and the light it's everything so just nourishing and um, valuing all those parts as if they were the most beautiful thing ever. Just holding them all, all in a hole. All in all, yeah. nourishing them like sweet little flowers, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm doing that. Um, my dad did say this is the year of 2020 clear vision, so. Whoa. Whoa. Visual acuity, hardcore. Here we go. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I'm into a lot of different paradigms, you know, like uh-huh. the paradigm of astrology and the paradigm of the fifth dimension living or quantum physics or just politics also, you know. Just, you're, just, you're just open to old things. All of them, basically. That's super cool. Yeah, yeah, so all of them are going into the new year, uh-huh. right? And so each one of them has their, um, you know, their, I know, I guess maybe their subject matters or their particularities that language yeah their own yeah. language but they're all saying the same thing really right now it's like these are the chaotic times and you must practice how to be open to all the aspects and still maintain beautiful and nourished and supported you know and that can look like a lot of different things for different people getting closer to home or just practicing how to jump fast in case shit's thrown at you. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's so many different ways of preparing for that. Wow. Yeah, I like that. That's there's like a spiritual beauty, and then there's like the beauty in just being able to jump in in case of anything. True. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> um, I would like to learn specifically, personally, for me. I would like to learn how to let go in someone's arms and dance class. I would also like to learn how to be on the floor and get up and stand without hands. Um, 
also learned I would like to practice for 2020 how to maybe be in love in general. Mm. I think those are my main pillars for 2020. Those are some pretty sweet intentions. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. I mean, just as a disclaimer, I, I also clean my house and <laughs> I have gone through all my closets and my taxes are already done, so I'm good. Um, and my projections for next year are great and patients are wonderful. We have three, year, three more weeks before the end of the year, so my practice is good and I signed a lease. And so, you know, all those practical things are done. Just like, boom. Done. Yeah, move on to the move on to the real big matters. The big matters. Yeah, I want to like, you know, when people dip you and dance, you know, they like dip you and you can, mm-hmm. you know, the one being dipped lifts their arm up and they close their eyes for a moment. And then they like fly because <laughs> that's just how David works. <laughs> <laughs> totally, that is yeah. a goal for 2020 for me. Mm-hmm. So. Find that physical flow. Yeah, it's incredible to behold. Yeah, yeah, that's a goal of mine. How about you? What are your goals for 2020? Oh, I've only just begun to think about that. Mm. Yeah. But I want to maintain at least you know, the sense of community that I've started to foster mm. and start to really branch out and explore. Like you, I want to find beauty in all of the things, especially mm-hmm. in myself. I want to maintain being open, mm-hmm. and I think I want to I want to be on stage again. Yes. I want to be up on stage and not out of a sense of ego. I yes. want to be out of a sense of celebration. Oh. Be like, yeah, yeah, doing a cool thing. Service. Yeah. What do you mean again? I, with Ohm Culture, I went up and performed with uh, a, a band. There's a band on stage, and a bunch of uh, like SAG dancers got up and just danced to one of their songs from a bunch of people. And oh my I God, was I like, love it. I didn't think I'd be doing that this year. That sounds amazing. Yeah. So yeah. basically, just just modeling the I am open, mm-hmm. taken to taken to infinity and beyond. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. I, I'm shying away from like, I want to do this in a sentence because yeah. it's just like that's just right. a thing. Mm-hmm. Intentions are are a good starting point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel the same way. I also did add, add uh, it's been my fifth day touching a guitar, but I am doing 21 days of of a guitar playing, and I've learned C and G that's and a pretty cool E minor. Calendar. Yeah, yeah. Basically, I started having calendar. Yeah, and I borrowed a guitar, so then I can touch it every day. And this morning, it's been really, really, really rewarding to touch mm. the guitar because I, I jam on the guitar. Like I don't know chords, but I've been watching music for so long, and I, I stare at the way guitarists hold their hands, and and so I just play as if I know. But I'm finally gonna like slow down a little bit and push on the things that are universal like C and G and E. You know, learn, learn the language. Learn that language. Yeah. It's, it's magic. It's seeing someone who's well-versed in an instrument is like they're conducting magic. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I decided because, you know, part of my 2020 is to feel true love, mm-hmm. you know, 
and true love can happen through the guitar. You know, it's in the shape of a heart, you know, it's up against your belly and your heart, mm -hmm. and, you know, you're playing for everyone to hear, and it's rhythmic, and it's ancient. So that's my how to sort of ground this idea of experiencing true love in 2020. I'm going to call it guitar plan. So this is going to be a rock star in 2020. Basically. Literally. I'm going to be a rock star. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, those rock stars get me all the time. So I, rather than going after one or two or whatever, it's just I'll, just, I'll just become one. I'm, like I said, I'm mycelia. <laughs> I'm like, boom, boom. I'm learning. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I don't have any witty final question to end this with. Um, so imagine someone who's just heard this story. Imagine uh, what final wisdom do you just want to give them? I would say share the magic that you are. Just emanate it, feel your own capabilities, and then just share it. Don't hold, don't hold back your gold. The world deserves to see all of you world deserves it. And if you show all of you, then I can show all of me. You become permission for me to shine and sparkle. Yeah. More of that. More of that, please. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you. This is fantastic. Yeah. I'm excited to support your process, and thank you for hearing mine. It was an honor and a privilege. Boop. Peace and love, am I right? I hope that listening to our talk can bring you to a higher vibration. And as always, if you have any questions or feedback, please send it over to lumbertronic at gmail.com. And until next time, keep sharing your story.